0: I have to say that's the biggest thing I've learned living on the road with my family is that if you leave a space for the universe to fill in, it will fill it in with something far better than what you decided, right? Yes.
1: What does Santara mean?
0: It came to me in a meditation. It came to me at um, Vipassana. Ah. and uh, Well, it has multiple meanings because you've got the sun, sun in the sky. Tara is... um, Goddess? Goddess various meanings it's a goddess it's also the star in sanskrit it's also the earth in i think gaelic so it has multiple meanings but to me it means bringing light to the earth and that's my intention
2: mm, beautiful. Yeah. you got to accentuate the positive
1: Welcome to ATP Radio. I'm your host, Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, showing you how to accentuate the positive, the way to a better life.
3: Your radio station is an example of the future existing right now.
1: Hello and welcome to another hour, Accentuating the Positive. I'm your host, Karen Swain. I'm a teacher of deliberate creation, a channel, and a medium, channeling wisdom from my guides and broader perspective whom I've called Blissful Beings. Here on Accentuate the Positive, you'll hear conversations with open hearts and inspired minds. It's my intent to put more love out through our media. It's so important to have a media diet that uplifts you, empowers you, and reminds you of who you really are, instead of a lot of the media that we get that puts you in fear. So this is why I present the show. I've got some wonderful guests lined up for you. Hello and welcome to another show, Accentuating the Positive with Karen Swain. I'm so delighted to introduce you to another wonderful, beautiful New World teacher and sound oracle. His name is Daniel Coates and he is called Santara, which means something that we'll ask Daniel about later. Welcome to the show, Daniel.
0: Thanks, Karen. Great to be here.
1: Just before we start, I just want to say a couple of things before we go into Daniel's story. He's obviously a musician, a singer-songwriter, a sound healer, or a sound oracle, and we're going to get into all that, but I was just on Facebook today, I found out that the beautiful Louise Hay has left her body just recently, probably about 10 hours ago, so I just wanted wow. to shout out to her and all her work as a trailblazer in the mm. world of consciousness and Oh, look, just one of my favorite people. When I was young, yeah, I wow. used to carry her little book around, you know, the the disease and what the emotional thing was. Like there was a little book, You Can Heal Your Body, just a little paperback one. I used to carry it around in my purse <laughs> just in case I needed to flip it out and go, okay, this pain means this emotion. Anyway, so she was a trailblazer and I just wanted to honor her today yeah, because wow. I think her work and the authors that she has put out there with Hay House and everything really have blazed the trail for the people that are coming through now. And you are one of them. You know, I think that sound in general is such an incredible tool for expanding consciousness, for healing the body, for uplifting our vibration, for bringing us out of the third dimension and into the fourth and the fifth. What do you think about that, Daniel?
0: Oh, absolutely. And the good thing is you can project it anywhere. You can reach a lot of people in one go. With a lot of other healing modalities, we can only go one-on-one or with a small group. But with sound, you can have a group of 100 or you can do it across the internet. You know, I'm using Facebook Live and people in Mexico and Colombia and the United States are feeling the vibrations of the sound across the internet. So that's really powerful, extremely powerful. And I always say it's a space creator. It's a great way of calming the mind and, and then allowing space for the heart to speak.
1: Absolutely. Well, last night we went to uh, another, I was at a the sound healing of yours recently. And then last night I went to another sound healing with my daughter. I took my daughter to experience the crystal bowls. Do you play the crystal bowls as well?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I play them in my sound healings.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. The beautiful Olivia was playing the crystal bowls, and I took my daughter along and she was having a bit of a creative day, a creative moment. But last night her third eye exploded during these this crystal bowl session and she came back like a woman obsessed and she started drawing all these symbols and all these faces like and that's the power of sound, you know, especially, I don't know, something about the crystal balls was amazing. Just, it just totally exponentially opened her third eye not that it wasn't open, it just expanded it. It expanded it so quickly that she actually, her head was throbbing. It was, she was actually in a lot of pain. Wow. And I was saying to her, when something expands so quickly, it's like doing a lot of exercise when you're not fit, like your body hurts instead mm. of starting, sl- like opening it slowly. But, but this is the power of sound, to open the heart, open the third eye, open the crown, expand your energy field and, yeah. Absolutely. Amazing, but let's get into your story. What were you doing before you became a sound healer oracle musician? what was your day job?
0: I was a computer programmer okay. I worked in uh, investment banking as a computer programmer um, you know when I was at school uh, I just had the that drummed into me that I needed to have a job that earned good money and you know save and and all that for retirement and all that stuff and um It was back in 2006. I was doing a contract in London at Credit Suisse, an investment bank, and I really was doing it because I needed to earn some money, but I really didn't want to be there. It was a a fine job. It was agreeable. I had a good boss and all that sort of thing, but there was a deeper calling within me to do something that really fed my soul. And by this time in 2006, I was really ready to to like my my body, no, my body was kind of shutting down, saying, "Hey, man, <laughs> you need to be doing something different." During that time, I was looking for something that I could do that would make it easier to be in London. It was a bit stressful, you know, catching the tube and working under fluorescent lights and all that it wasn't really something that agreed with me very well. So I was looking for something that would help to calm my nerves and to clear stress during that time. So. I thought I'll do some singing because I uh, was singing lessons because I had done some singing lessons in London a few years prior. so I went online to try and find my singing teacher that I'd had in two thousand two, so this is four years later. When I went online to try and find Heather, I found a guy called Alexander. I put in what I thought was Heather's website, my singing teacher, but it took me to this other website. I must have been mistaken. It took me to Alexander Massey's website. He's he's quite a prominent opera singer in the UK, and lo and behold, on his homepage, I saw he was doing something called dream sounding, which was um, using his opera voice for therapeutic purposes. So I went along to one of his nights. You know, there was about ten of us there, and we all lay down on mats, and he just—he used his opera voice in a shamanic way. So he had a huge voice, being an opera singer, but. He was using it in a shamanic way. He was actually using the toning, the vowel sounds. But, you know, he'd come at us with, an, with opera toning. <laughs> so that really connected with me and cleared, cleared a lot of energy, cleared a lot of blocks. And my mind went still and I felt really light and I felt really relaxed. And um, I wasn't expecting that. I didn't, you know, I've been studying different hands on healing modalities and I didn't really know that sound could do that. But it did, so I really, really got a lot out of that. So I was able to go to work for the next two weeks, and I was, I was relaxed. I was cool with it. I was able to catch the tube and not feel, you know, anxious and all that. And then two weeks later, I went back. I had another session with him, with another group, and we actually got to use our own voices in that session. So I got to sound for others and use my voice for the first time in a, in a therapeutic setting. And I just found that also receiving and the giving of the sound to be both a clearing experience uh, that made me feel light and um, helped a lot. I got a lot of clarity about life. I got a lot of clarity about what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing and um, made the decision that that was my last contract and that I was going to do something else. But the big thing was that during that contract, I took a week off and I went up to the Findhorn Foundation in Scotland, which uh, for the listeners who don't know, it's an amazing place in Scotland. It's been there for about 50 years now, and it's a magical place that's pretty much fully self-sufficient with their own uh, food production, organic food production, and their own electricity production and stuff like that. But they have amazing workshops and things going on there, and uh, it's just a great place to be. And when I was at Findhorn, I uh, met a young lady from Venezuela and um, we had a real connection. We were there for a week, so we got to spend some really quality time together getting to know each other. And um, at the end of that week at Findhorn, I said, well, she worked in London, so I said, okay, going back to London, uh, when we get to London, I'll call you, I'll call you. So we got back to London and I didn't, I didn't call her. It's just what happened was this, you know that that little voice had a little negative voice going. Don't know whether whether anyone else out there has that negative voice sometimes. Probably.
3: Oh no, nobody. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no,
0: everyone. Everybody.
1: <laughs> just me. <laughs> you are not good enough. Who do you think? Uh, yeah, you are? yeah, totally. You can't do that.
0: That's exactly what it was telling me. You know, yeah. you're not good enough for her. She's she's too good for you. She's a you know beautiful Venezuelan girl, you know and. She doesn't really like you and, you know, you're going back to Australia anyway and she's from Venezuela so I go, starting something here and blah, 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 blah. Don't you
1: love the way it tries to convince you why it's right? Like,
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like the logic.
1: You're from Australia. She's from Venezuela. What are you thinking? I mean, what are you thinking?
0: Yeah, it's totally like,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, very, very convincing and very, you know, very strong. um So I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right, Yeah. That's all right. I'll just go back to Australia and, or I might go to New Zealand or something. I don't know. And, you know, all this indecision. So I didn't call her, and two and a half months went by. What I didn't realize was she was pretending I was with her the whole time. (laughs) Two and a half months. Like I was in her bed, like sleeping next to her, I was walking around with her. She was visualizing she's life with me.
1: She turned on, tapped in, tuned in. She's doing the visualization.
0: <laughs> totally. Like yeah. She was living it. She was living. She was I was living there. The dream. <laughs> meanwhile, I wasn't cooperating <laughs> because of my, my mind at that stage. But what she manifested and what I did was that I, I ended up going out to Oxford to uh, Alexander's house. I had a one on one private one-and-a-half-hour sound healing with him, vocal sound healing. And, you know, once again, I lay down on a mat. He chanted with his opera voice over my body, vowel sounds, toning, and cleared so much stuff. And he was also quite psychic, so he had all these instructions for me, <laughs> wow. which were spot on. So, you know, in the process of doing his toning, he was connecting more with spirit and downloading stuff for me. The end result was that, uh, like at the end of that session, I felt not just light, ultra light. I was lithium, you know, <laughs> floating. <laughs> You're floating <laughs> on you know, fire. I was helium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, I was a helium balloon. Was like, woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I felt amazing and I just felt so happy. And I left his house and I went to Oxford train station and I, I felt so amazing. And that voice that was telling me all that stuff had gone what I was left with was that space in that space. I could hear my heart <laughs> speaking yeah. to me and that, you know, that voice said, call, call her. <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah, duh. <laughs> call her. Yeah, right. Okay. Two and a half months. That's all. So I did. And I called her and um, obviously she was waiting for my call. We two weeks later, well, we got together. We started dating and two weeks later we decided to get married
3: Wow.
0: And uh, we've been married for 10 years. We've uh, been together for 11, been married for 10 years. We've got twin eight-year-olds, beautiful twins, and um boy and a girl. And, you know, none of that would have happened if it wasn't for, for the power of sound healing, you know. Um, Let me ask
1: this- you, what did she say when you called her, like, you're two and a half months late? Where have you been?
0: <laughs> no, she. <laughs> no, she was just happy. She just you know you could you know you can tell when someone's smiling over the phone it was more like that
3: <laughs> yeah uh oh, it's such but a thing
0: she, she knew i mean she it was like it was a given for her because um she'd been pretending you know she was using the law of attraction
1: yeah well pretending or visualizing or creating let's call it creating because that's what we do when we're dreaming when we're visualizing, be it good or bad, we're creating. Yeah. You know, you were creating your reality and your reality was, you fool, who do you think you are? You, you can't mm. get a girl like that. And so your reality was without her, right? <laughs> yeah, she's totally. She's creating her reality and she's going, oh, my next partner. And she's sort of swimming in the visualization, in the in the dream. You know, she's happy. She's in the dream. Oh, we're together and we're laughing. We're having this conversation. We're doing this and we're going there together. So, you know, two different realities. She's having a good time. You're having a like you idiot time. Yeah. Yeah, but and sound healing woke you up. It literally woke you up, woke you up out of the hypnosis of your negative thinking. I love
0: it. It did. And I mean from that point onwards I thought, yeah, I can do this. I mean I've always always had, you know, loved singing. So I thought, yeah. And what he was doing with his voice with the opera stuff and toning, I knew that I could I could do that not in the same way as him, but I developed my own way and have yeah. been developing it for 10 years, 11 years now in my own direction. I just want to direction. go back
1: because I want to talk about your journey, but I just want to go back to Finthorn Yeah. You know, I remember reading and hearing about Findhorn years ago and the community there because it's a, p- a community where people live, you know, they grow vegetables and they get together and have sessions and meditate together and it's like this alternative community that's been going for years. But I remember something about it really stuck. I've never been there, but... They sing to the plants. They talk to the plants. And they're known for growing these massive vegetables. Yeah. of the focus and the love that they give the plants.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, a few years ago when I lived on the central coast near Sydney, I had a studio and outside the window of my studio was the garden. And you should have seen that garden. It went nuts. Really? It It was so healthy. Yeah. I was doing a lot of my private sessions in there with chanting. But uh, the plant, like the greenery, the plants were just going crazy. It's amazing. No, they yeah. do really respond, there's no doubt.
1: Absolutely. It's vibration. It's all vibration, isn't it?
3: That's right.
1: Okay, so you got together and how did you transition? Like this is a question a lot of, you know, people, especially that are watching this show or light workers or New World teachers are are wanting to know how to transition out of the 3D paradigm that says, work for the man and do something that you don't mm. love in order to pay the bills because you're never going to, you know, what do they say to musicians and artists? Like get a real job or something, you know, it's that sort <laughs> of that paradigm of you can't make it doing what you love, you know, you've got to get a real job. Yeah. How to transition <clears throat> out of that thinking into doing this work because this is really leading-edge work, you know, what you're doing.
0: How did I transition with the thinking or how did I actually transition? I mean, it's, it's kind of two okay, two different things. Okay. <laughs> There's sort of one in the same, but they're a little bit different. Well, what happened was I'd been working in IT in London, so I had some savings, you know, not a huge amount, but I had some savings, so we had some savings. And we actually, we left London soon after we met and we went and lived in South America for two years, well, three years actually. We went and lived in Argentina which was very cheap to live. So that gave us some space with the savings we had to, uh, I got to record my first um, you know, singer songwriter album connect. And um, my wife went and just volunteered at a uh, home for abused kids in, in Argentina. Mm-hmm. So it gave us the space to do that because it wasn't expensive to be there. Then my wife got pregnant with the twins, right? So we went to Brazil because uh, we didn't want to have the, she wanted to have the babies near the ocean just to fast forward, we had the kids in Brazil, we came to Australia. And by the time we got to Australia, we were out of money. I was faced with um, going back into my old career IT. And I actually went for some job interviews. Mm -hmm. But the visceral body reaction that I had to the thought of taking a job was debilitating. (laughs) It was like, I just couldn't do it. So we pretty much for Five years lived on very, very little money. We didn't eat out. We, you know, we tried to keep our rent as low as possible, even though we lived in pretty good places. And we just, uh, we just lived very modestly for for many years. While I, while I built this up, mm. and you know, I even got to 2015, and we were struggling. And I actually became an Uber driver. I oh, did. I became an Uber driver for six months because I we were struggling and that was great because i could do my sound healing and then i could go out early in the morning and earn some money being an uber driver even though I, it wasn't really my bag but it was it was it was good to to get us some money uh, and then i made a decision that i was going to do 108 group sound healings in one year there you go and and i did that and in 2015 2016 i did 108 group sound healings and a bunch of private sessions and you know, followed it up the next year with another 108 or so. And then a massive thing that happened was I found out about a woman called Leah McHenry, who is a Canadian mother of five uh, kids under ten. She homeschools, and she built a multiple six-figure income out of her music online without touring. Um, I bought her course, and um, I've just been—I mean, I'm not perfectly applying what she says. I'm working on it, but. I've applied probably a third to a half of what she says, and it's been allowing me to sell out all my events. I've sold out Sydney and just sold out Brisbane, and Melbourne's looking really good. And so, getting the right information. Also, you've oh, got to do, you've got to just, and you've also just got to do it. You got to do the work, but it doesn't feel like work if it's what you you don't need motivation. If it's exactly. what you're supposed to be doing, right?
1: exactly, Exactly. Yeah. You don't need motivation if it's, what you, if it's what you love to do, if it's what you're exactly. supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. if it's your totally. soul plan or what you're supposed to be doing or your purpose or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, yeah. I love what you said because you said something, I made a decision, I was struggling, I had to go back into the, like, had to find some way to make, but I made a decision and I, that's the definitive yeah. moment. I made a decision that this was going to happen and it's kind of like you stop the asking. Like, how am I going to make this happen? How am I going to support my family? How am I going to make my, you know, you've got to stop the asking. At some point, you've got to stop the asking and make a decision. This is going to happen. That's just, Uh, and then the people come into your life to help you, like this woman that you talked about. Tell us some of the things that she said to implement in order to make that happen.
0: Well, she teaches you how to build your Facebook following. You know, I've gone from 1,600 likes to nearly 20,000 in um, about four months. Okay. And they're not just filler. They're not just, you know, random people. They're people who actually connect with what I'm doing. And I, I had this video where the sound is really well produced. Um, it's a close up of me playing a crystal bowl and chanting, but you can really feel the vibrations coming through. Yeah. So you know, I put that as my Facebook ad, and my cost per like, which is how you measure how you're going with the ads, um, is really low. Like I can get a like for. A, a low price because the video that I've put out there connects with people. I mean, it's not its not about, you know, it, it is about likes for credibility and that sort of thing. But really, if you can create something that goes out there as a Facebook ad that touches people yes. and connects with them, then you're helping them and also you're building a fan base of people who really want to hang around and, and in my case, know what Santara is about and the people keep coming back and listening to the other things now. So it's about building a community of people who who love uh, you know are connecting what, what you're doing and are being served by what you're doing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Connecting. Exactly. Yeah. That's beautiful because that's you know the conversation I had in my last interview with Teresa, Teresa de Gourbois, De Gourbois, French name. She yeah. written a book called Mass Influence, and that's the conversation we were having. It's it's not about kind of working to get all the likes because you get like, it's about just being authentic and putting out your work out into the world and letting, yeah. people, and letting people connect with the authenticity of who you are and what, yeah, your passion, what
3: you're doing. Yeah.
0: And the universe just kicks in. If I can just talk on that, you know, yeah. because, um, you know, fast forward to 2016, we actually went and um, we left Sydney. We went to live in New for a while Three months, and then at the end of we did a sublet, someone's house, a friend's house, and we had no furniture, and then because we'd all let it go in Sydney, and then I was talking to my wife and, said, "Do we really want to get a lease? Do we really want to get a furniture again?" And we decided, no, we're going to go on the road. So on September 7th, we'll have been on the road for a year traveling with sound healing. And like you cannot believe what's happened to us. For example, at the moment, we're staying in a luxury penthouse on the water five weeks it was gifted to us from someone who came to one of my sound healings who said you know we can stay here same we got the same situation in Sydney with someone who came to a sound healing who's got a full house that they you know is underutilized that they allow us to stay in when we're there you know that's just two examples of how the universe kicked in and on a tour to North Queensland I thought oh yeah I might get 10 people to each event and they all you know 10 of the 15 events sold out and in places where I'd never been and Using what Leah teaches but also the word of mouth from down in Melbourne and Sydney where I've done a lot of work was filtering up there but but, all, but ultimately it's the universe helping and you know, helping you get the word out there and
1: that's amazing. Said, uh, I'm, I'm connecting to another conversation I had with an uh, amazing channel bringing through quantum structure, uh, Marina Jacobi, She was saying that her guides told her not to put a price on her work, something I haven't done yet because I'm still buying into this because she said that to put a price on your work is to put a condition. It's to put a condition on it. And she said that everything she does, she says to people, buy donation so there are no conditions. And she said that the universe, like if you look into the quantum structure of it, it creates, because the quantum structure is all possibility, yeah. infinite possibility so when you don't condition the quantum structure and you leave it open you leave it open for possibility and i'm hearing that in your not renting a place and owning stuff because really when you rent a place and own something it's like this is where i live this is a con- it's a kind of condition this is my home. This is where I live. And so you're, condi- and when you sort of leave it open, which is scary to leave it open because it's, you're inside the I don't know, right? <laughs> yeah. You're swimming in the quantum field in the I don't know who the <laughs> hell I am or where the hell I'm going to live or how I'm going to do But yeah. you're inside infinite possibility. And then the universe, oh, yeah. you kind of, you kind of throw the doors open for the universe to bring you things you couldn't even imagine.
0: Oh, uh, spot on. Yeah. I have to say that's the biggest thing I've learned living on the road with my family is that if you if you leave a space for the universe to fill in, it yeah. will fill it in with something far better than what you decided. Right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm ready to do my events by donation. That's. Another level. I
1: know. <laughs> I know I, Here is another level, and I talk to Marina about it, and I get it. I get it. I get it yeah. in my heart, and I get it in my head. But at this point, I haven't said I don't. know You know, I charge very little for my webinars, like twenty-two a month. Yeah, so not like a huge. And I, I guess, I worry that if I throw it open and I say, "Just pay me what you can afford," people yeah. will pay me a dollar.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's still. That's like I am still working on that. That's just a fear. Not that. Not that twenty two dollars a month supports me anyway, but um, yeah. anyway i'm getting there i'm getting there, i'm getting there. It would be like letting go of a house and living on the road. I don't know if there's something I could do yet either
3: yeah I have I friends mean,
1: do it. I have friends at house it and i've been a friend of mine who was living in this big mansion in um, in Mossman, and we we spent New Year's Eve there watching the fireworks from this luxurious mansion because she's like got no home structure and she's just house sitting, but she sits these incredible houses. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, a good friend of mine said to me a few weeks ago, I was at the Paradigm Shift Conference in the Gold Coast and
3: okay.
0: my, my dig, uh, you know, digi player I work with, Rufus Rogie said to me, man, you are living, like you said it so passionately. He's like, man, you are living on the road, living from your music with kids. He said like <laughs> with kids. And I said, mate, that is easy. So, we think it's scary right? and it's hard, but that is easy. That is much easier than having a million-dollar mortgage and working two jobs and never seeing your kids. I mean, I'm not knocking the people who do that. It's, it's obviously what they want, some, some of them it's not what they want, but I'm just talking about the ease here. Living on the road and manifesting and um, doing what I love and not having to pay rent, is a lot easier than being in one spot, it really is, honestly. <laughs> It's I so know. much easier.
3: <laughs> I was
1: talking to a friend of mine, Clara, who puts on events. I'll connect you to her. She puts on events in the UK. If you go back to the UK, she'll love you. Yeah, anyway, cool. and she's a she's like you. She's sort of uh, of no fixed address. She stays in Austria sometimes with friends and she stays. In, but she was complaining the other day. That here she is in her 50s and she hasn't got a real house. Like, you know, there's this idea that if we're not doing it like the current paradigm that we're doing it wrong right if i don't have my own home or i don't have a fixed address that was where she was coming from and i'm saying no clara you've or clara you're free you're free you know you don't have to have a fixed address because she gets to travel and stay in other people's houses but she's speeding up on herself for not doing it right because she doesn't have the fixed address it's sort of interesting how we do that yeah
0: yeah absolutely i I can see the you know, I can see how it would be good to have a home base, but it doesn't have to be something, you know, you know we, we're thinking of putting down a base up in the Atherton Tablelands, which is an incredible area where, you know, these days with these modular homes and 3D printing even coming through, who knows what that's going to do in a few years' time, you can have a, a base, a spacious base, inexpensively, and then still live on the road, and then when you're not there, you could maybe rent it out on Airbnb or whatever you can still have a base, but it doesn't have to be cost you a couple of million dollars. And not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm, I'm all for abundance. I'm all for having good things like that. I, I probably want to have that myself one day. you know, in the meantime, while you're building up and you're doing what you love and while you're in that phase of, of building and, and the overnight success, as it were, <laughs> that yeah, takes 10 the years. 20, the 20-year 20 overnight success.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> when you're in that phase, then... You can still have a base, but it might be a more modest base. But what do you need? What do you need? You know, I know. we need like half of our vehicle is instruments, <laughs> yeah, and the other half is worldlies. We have clothes, laptops, a few but, other things. Books.
3: But you can, just, you can
1: make it easy when you throw away some of the, you know, the three D paradigms. Like I was asked to come and talk at a conference at the beginning of the year in Byron. I thought, okay, so I've got to get myself up there. I've got to find some accommodation. I've got to do all this stuff, right? Yeah. And I just threw it out there on Facebook and I got somebody. We house swapped. I swapped. Mm. My daughter and I went and stayed in this beautiful place in the country just outside Byron with a magnificent view of a valley with two dogs. We were just in bliss, right? And then I threw it out there on Facebook too. I got this gorgeous English girl who travelled up with us. To share the petrol, which was not a lot of money, like you know, like twenty dollars in petrol. Yeah. And so it made the travelling there very inexpensive, and we had people to talk with and laugh with on the way, and so the whole thing became so easy. Yeah. It was just so easy and inexpensive. Yeah. And even to the point, one day I had bought some lunch, and she had charged me a little too much money, at like two dollars more, and I was sort of obsessing over the two dollars, and I was talking to my friend about it and I thought, i just got to let that damn $2 go. And then I went back to the same place the next day and somebody ran up to me and said, look, I bought a stranger. I bought this salad and I don't want it. I haven't touched it. Do you want it? So someone actually <laughs> gave me lunch. So it's just really yeah, uh-huh. interesting. Oh. We let go of the have-tos and we let go of the stress, how you just open that door, that space that you talk about and you, it allows, yeah, stuff to happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, the thing is, what if I even let go more, you know? Yeah. It's like we've let go more. uh, We've let go more than most. But, see, next year we're planning on going overseas to America and Europe and that's like, oh, my God, I'm scared because then we let go of certain securities of being here in Australia.
1: I'm going to do something for you right now. It's not really a prediction. The thing about America, and a lot of Americans listen to this show, is that they love Australians. Yeah, yeah. I was in America (laughs) about 10 years ago. I felt like a rock star. Honestly, every time I opened my mouth, and I was just a tourist, you know, I was just travelling, I wasn't working or anything, but every time I opened my mouth to ask someone the time or where the bus was or something, they were like, oh, my God, where are you from? You're Australian. And they just couldn't (laughs) do enough for us. So you are just going to have the best
3: time in a
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. We're going to do that next year or the year after just see how like that's the other thing should i go to the u.s next year or should we just let you see what fills in you know what does the universe want it's like it's like do you make the decision or not you know (laughs)
1: look going back to that conversation about i say definitely make the decision make the decision and then let the universe fill in the details
0: yeah yeah that's cool Yeah. yeah definitely i mean
1: the decision could be i want a million people to benefit from my work that could be the decision oh that's then,
0: totally the goal you know, and yeah, then
1: and then please. the universe takes you to china or or the america where there are a lot of people so yeah but making the decision that's that's a big part of the process yeah
0: yeah for sure that's it
3: so, yeah
1: we should hear a bit of your work. You know, I, I first met – actually, I don't know how I met you. I think you contacted me when I was on community radio and you gave me your CD to play. And I used to play – I used to play –
0: Flow
3: maybe?
1: Flo? I, I Flow was one of, yeah, flow. I used to play a couple of songs on community radio. Shall yeah. we play the listeners a couple of songs?
0: Sure, if you want to play uh, flow, or if you want to play a bit of sound healing, whatever you want to
2: do. Let go of the struggle Make this life a dance Wake up in the morning One thing on your list Just smile and be happy Do things that bring you peace Yeah, just flow Joy but That's something I do naturally When I was a little boy Somewhere along the way I forgot that simple truth But slowly I remember it So now I'm telling you Yeah you gotta so oh oh, 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 oh oh You just gotta so Oh oh oh, 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 know that you can have your life exactly how you want it to be. No matter what the others say, you know there's a better way. Floating gently down the stream. in that nine-to-five Looking for something different That makes Makes them them feel alive alive. You know that to live your dreams All you have to do is begin And continue along the way And watch the universe kick in Yeah, just go
1: you started out like I wanted to be a musician is that how you started like I wanted to be a singer or did you always know you wanted to do sound journeys? I've
0: always wanted to be a singer I've always wanted to be a singer songwriter um that was a dream that was dying inside of me for a very long time until I was 30 and I ended up meeting a guy called Leonard Orr the founder of Rebirthing Breathwork in America I met him in Mexico actually but I went to America and I did I did a whole lot of rebirthing and um that's what totally unlocked me and I wasn't a songwriter before that but I wrote my first song soon after that and and most of my songs have been coming in meditations and dreams but that sort of got unlocked by rebirthing but the sound healing yeah it's taken the center stage but I do love the singer-songwriter part of that but I'm just being patient with that because I'm building up the sound healing and then going to bring 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 the songs more in later on but I can't really do them. I can do them both at the same time, but you've got to have focus, right? I'm just finding that focusing on the sound healing is where I've got to be at right now. Mm
3: -mm.
1: Well, I have to say, I've noticed that your voice has exponentially expanded and the resonance of it has so expanded over the last year. You know, Since I was playing your songs on radio a few years ago to hearing you the other night and the sound healing, it's just been this huge expansion in the resonance of your voice. You know what was that journey like? Bringing your voice out.
0: Yeah, it's a journey of just doing it. You know, sometimes I remember at Mind Body Spirit Festival in Sydney last year, I had a stall. I was doing little two-minute sound healings, and I was chanting from ten a.m. till four p.m. Uh, every day for four days, and I actually had sound healings booked in the night. So I had two-hour sound journeys booked in the night. So I was chanting ten to four and seven till nine on two of the days. And ten till six at Mind Body Spirit on the other days. So I'm just doing a lot of chanting and a lot of singing. If there was a secret to expanding the voice, it's toning. And the sounds that Alexander taught me, he saw he he taught me a set of sounds to sing through the chakras from the from the root to the crown. And the sounds are from the root to the crown, you got ooh for the root, o oh for the um sacral. For the sacral, or for the solar plexus, <laughs> r for the heart air for the throat, E for the third eye, and the Michael Jackson E for, um, for the crown. Like, so what's so. the
1: crown? Let's do the crown one.
0: It's like eee. a high-pitched E. It's like, you know, it's the BGS Gees or Michael Jackson.
1: You
3: know? opening,
0: I mean, the, opening the Michael Jackson chakra. I
3: mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> opening the Michael Jackson <laughs> Yeah, cause it's like, you
0: know, you know, when he does that.
1: I want to tell you something. You know, the reason I have the capital A in my name,
3: yeah.
1: It's because my mother insisted that people call me Karen. Right, of course. And heart. it's the heart chakra. Uh-huh. It's not Karen, it's Karen. And everyone calls yeah. me Karen. Everyone thinks in America who I interview, I'm Karen because when I say I'm Karen, they just think, oh, that's just her Australian accent. <laughs> but it's actually not. I went to school with five Karens yeah. and I was Karen. And my mother was really insistent that people call sure. me Karen. And I didn't understand why, and, uh, and then I found out that the name of the spirit or the soul in, uh, is it Sanskrit, is the car body. The car right. body is the part of us that keeps reincarnating. They call it the car body, spelt K-A, and I thought, well, oh, that's cool, and it's pronounced Car. And then I found out when I was doing sound that the name, the heart chakra, is the ah, uh, the ah uh, sound.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. You know, you know, your mother obviously either consciously or unconsciously knew Unconsciously,
1: go, uh, completely unconsciously. Yeah. And interestingly enough, a friend of mine had a baby who was born on the 2nd of the 2nd, 2002, like do two, 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 or maybe it was the 22nd of April. Uh, and her eldest daughter, Juliet, she wanted to call her Penny or some sort of name. Her eldest daughter just stabbed her feet and yelled and screamed and said, you cannot call that baby this name. She was about three or four. And yes. the mother said, un- unconscious mother said, why? And this little kid said, it's yesterday's name. It's an old-fashioned name. It's like the name of yesterday. And she goes, well, what do you want me to call the baby? And she said, Lara. Lara. La. Uh, double a double r La. lara
0: yeah wow well, lara yeah that's amazing double heart double yeah. heart and
1: this child is obviously a lot older now she's a teenager she's so beautiful
0: yeah. yeah that's amazing i just wanted to um say about those vowel sounds like seeing through the chakras from the u up to the e that's basically what opened my voice, and that's how I, I do a lot of um, Skype sessions with people now. I call it Get Your Voice Out, mm-hmm. where I help people get through the blocks that are holding them back from from having their voice out as much as it could possibly be, either for singing, chanting, sound healing, or even just for speaking up. And uh, the basis of that is the tones, the, the vowel sounds um, that are through all the ancient traditions. You know, the, the set of sounds I use are from ancient Egypt. But there's other sounds in Sanskrit and there's other sounds in different traditions. I know Jonathan Goldman, who's a very prominent sound healer in the United states, uses uses a slightly different set of sounds to me. but you know sound plus intention equals healing. It's a lot about the intention you're using when you're um you're making the sounds. The toning is what opened my voice and just doing it. You know, I can when I'm doing my private sessions in Sydney, Melbourne, or up here, I can do three two-hour sessions, and I might be chanting for three or four hours a day during those sessions. So, like a triathlete or a marathon runner, you have to train. And when you're training your voice and using it all the time, especially if you're using it in the healing sessions, uh, it builds and um and it, it builds and it has a capacity where you know I can do the mind, body, spirit four days in a row. Mind you, by Monday I was I was stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> But uh but I'd recovered by Tuesday using, you know, aloe vera and stuff like that. So um it's not like it took me weeks to recover. So it's it's like any sort of muscle really.
3: Yeah. <laughs> if you work yeah. it
0: enough, it, it stays open.
1: Let's do a couple let's do let's go through the chakras, shall we, and we'll get people to
0: Yeah, sure. In.
1: So what we're gonna do is what you're gonna go through the chakras Yeah. with some sound and then play a song.
0: Yeah, sounds good. That sounds really good. Well, what I want to say is this, I have a chart which has these sounds that people can follow along with. Uh, it's at my website, santaramusic.com That's S U N T A R A music.com forward slash chant chart.pdf or, all, all one word chant chart pdf. that shows the sounds and the colors and the names of the chakras that we're singing through now. So people can sing along, can, can um, sing along, <laughs> follow I'll along.
1: Put, I'll put the link underneath and, what does Santara mean?
0: It came to me in a meditation. It came to me at Vipassana. Ah. Well, it has multiple meanings because you've got the sun, sun in the sky. Tara is. Um, goddess? It has various meanings. It's a goddess. It's also the star in Sanskrit. It's also the earth in, I think, Gaelic. So it has multiple meanings. But to me, it means bringing light to the earth, and that's my intention. Mm, beautiful.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah. Cool. All
0: right, let's go. Okay, so we start down at the root chakra and we're going to use the sound of ooh. So this is just one set of sounds that we use. These are the sounds that I use. You don't have to get stuck on them, but it is a good set that you can use. So basically we can start down at the root chakra with the sound of ooh. So taking a deep breath in, and go. Ooh. So that's for the root chakra. And every time we go up through the chakras, we can actually just put our attention down there as well. Mm. Uh, our attention and our intention to, to clear. So we're moving up to the, the sacral chakra now with the sound of oh, oh. Like, oh, what a surprise. Okay, so take a deep breath in. Oh. moving up to the solar plexus the third chakra the, the fire chakra with the sound of awe, like awesome so just remember you're awesome when you're chanting this because it's the center of self-love so take a deep breath in oh.
1: Was that you that sound did you do that oh
0: no I didn't do a sound
1: oh that must have been them because often I get sounds when I'm doing my um interviews they they chime in they, they do all these EVP. what do they call like they put all these sounds on the recording
3: yeah and
1: when I'm editing it there's no wave you can hear it but there's no wave it's amazing oh, wow.
0: yeah wow. anyway yeah, go on yeah. mm-hmm. Up to the, the heart chakra with the R, the Karan. The Karan. The, the Karan, <laughs> yeah, beautiful. So taking a deep breath in, you can even open your arms out wide for this one, open the heart. So take a deep breath in. Ah. To the throat chakra now. <coughs> <coughs>
3: <coughs> 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, a lot of people could benefit from the throat clearing.
3: Yeah, <coughs>
0: throat chakra. Yeah, uh, the sound of air. Air, air, air. air.
3: air.
0: take a deep breath in. <sighs> e- Yeah. Up to the third eye with the sound of E. Take a deep breath in. E. E E E And up to the crown chakra with the sound of, yeah, the Michael Jackson. Just. Think about the BGS or Michael Jackson, I like to say. <laughs> Take a deep breath in. High-pitched E. High-pitched, <laughs> e. High-pitched <coughs> e. Or I like to call it a, no, I won't say that. <laughs> like a sound E. e. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's pretty cool. Vibrate your head. Take a deep breath in.
1: Now, that was galactic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll sort of let her rip
1: that song. <laughs> that was cool. Okay, so everyone that's listening to this, if you're concentrating, just feel where you feel that vibration in your body. And also where you love it and where you hate it. Mm. Like those two, like any response that you have, if you can't remember one, then that's not one you need to sort of focus on. But if you've got one that said, oh, my, it gave me a headache or, oh, I didn't like that sound, that's like an area that you need to expand because there's you know, there's resistance there. Mm.
0: That's so funny because, you know, you say that because people who come to my sound healings, you know, the majority of them have a great experience. but you, <laughs> Occasionally someone will just get up and walk out like in a huff <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's triggered you know the, the it's sound has the yeah. uh has has react has unleashed some sort of blocked emotion it's and hit the resistance it. yeah and they're in
3: they're it they're
0: in it so yeah. people they, they'll get up in the middle of sound healing look at me with this snide look and just walk out On the, okay yeah well everyone else is blissed out <laughs> It's not me. <laughs>
1: but it's, you know, it's, it's like that saying, if you if you can't find time to meditate, then you need to meditate twice as long.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
3: right.
1: <laughs> 15 yeah. minutes
0: is great unless you haven't got time and there's an that's, hour. <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, when you're hitting resistance, it's up in your face. And the light packets that are hitting our energy, the, the energy light packets that are hitting the planet right now, it's so powerful that all their... All people's resistance to the light is up in their face, you know, their anger, their frustration, mm. so much illness, you know, coughing, and oh, it's all you know, that's what happens when the light hits you, it shows all those dirty places. Yeah,
0: you know? <laughs> that's right. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I gotta, I gotta learn not to take it personally. No, <laughs> that's definitely. the hard part. <laughs>
1: Sometimes it's the yeah. same when someone's angry with you, and and, and yeah. you know, like when people do do bad comments on the YouTube, they're not looking yeah. at you. They're yeah. only feeling yeah. their own pain when they're telling you you're an idiot <laughs> and you're a bloody business on the YouTube. <laughs> you know the trolls on the YouTube. They're not seeing you. They're only seeing their own pain, their own pain and stuff yeah. on their face and their <clears throat> They're voicing it in there. So, yeah, if someone's yelling at you, they're not actually yelling at you. They're yelling at themselves. Yeah. That's
0: correct. Oh, I've got the throat thing happening now. Last night with the crystal
1: Bowls, when she did the throat thing, I've had this tickle. I've had this tickle in my throat all winter, which has been a flu. You know, it's turned into a sore throat and then it's gone again. But it's sort of it's gone at the moment but it's just like a little tiny like someone's got a little feather in there and they're tickling just in here and last night when she did the the throat chakra that little tickle just went i'm still here
3: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah maybe it's i don't know what's happening people need to maybe the throat chakra is really expanding at the moment all the light workers need to sing their music get their music out of them
0: yeah that's right just wanted to maybe send some uh, sound healing out a few minutes and then sing a song if you like.
3: Sure.
0: I've got a crystal bowl here.
3: Beautiful.
0: And I'm just going to put a little bit of. Oh, that's a bit too much.
3: I've gone echoey. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo.
0: Is that a good mix? Sounds good. So I just want to send out some sound healing now. just to an intention this for just to clear stress and anxiety. I think sound does a very good job of that.
3: It's
1: beautiful. Oh, I'm all blissed out now. I can't
3: talk. <laughs> <laughs> sound,
0: oh. sound is sound is powerful. I say that a lot. Sound is so powerful, and people don't really, because it's not something you can touch uh, with your hands. People don't give it as much credit as other things. But it's it's changing. <laughs> people are realising how how powerful it is. What the ancients knew for millennia is really becoming, you know, somewhat mainstream,
2: mm.
0: you know, I think it is becoming mainstream.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: Well, the music industry always known that. I mean, gosh, some yeah. of the richest people in the world are musicians.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> you, get, you get it right. <laughs> You're yeah. made for life. But, uh, yeah, this technology, this sound technology goes beyond, goes way beyond being a pop star, that's for sure. Mm. All righty. Well, shall we finish off with a song?
2: Or
1: yeah, maybe sure. I could just play a song over it or you, you want to play something?
0: Why don't I play a song uh, live? And if uh, I haven't recorded a song for a long time, I've got so many that I need to record. <laughs> what happen.
1: you played the other night. Was that one of yours?
0: Diamond, yeah, yeah, I'll play that.
1: That's beautiful. Let's play Diamond. I loved that.
0: There's a bit of a story behind this song that I'd like to tell quickly. I was actually asleep and dreaming. I dreamt that I was uh, in a, a pub in Outback Australia and it was a big sort of Queensland style pub and it had an upstairs section which was just a big room with floorboards and uh, there was a cover band playing. I was just sitting on the ground listening to this cover band on the floorboards and uh, this band in the dream played a song and in the dream I went, oh, I love that song. And I woke up and I went, what, what song is that? And I realized it was mine. And that was this song. And I wrote it in two minutes because I dreamt it.
1: <laughs> wow.
3: That's fantastic.
0: So, this song's called Diamond. It's about how, with the pressures of life, we can be crushed or we can become diamonds, you know?
2: Pressure <laughs> coming down from above. Seems it's true, everything. Seems like everything is going wrong. Pressure coming up from below, and cause you to throw it in. You might have to grow with to shine in this world because you are a diamond You shine like everything you are everything. that ever was well don't you know that an airplane takes up against the wind the pressure comes up from below and lifts up the wings and when it gets enough momentum it ends up in the sky Oh yeah, you'll fly, cause you are a diamond, you shine like everything, cause you are everything from that ever Well, now's the time to get in your heart. And to see, that means everything. Can you light up everything with your love, your love? Oh, yeah, because you are a diamond. You shine like every cause you are everything, and that ever was, oh yeah, you are a diamond, you shine like Every day. Cause you are Everything That ever was Oh Yeah, you are a diamond You shine like Every day you are everything that is ever the Yay! <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you very
3: much.
1: That was beautiful, Daniel Kites Santara Santara, which means. Bringing the light to the world, beautiful.
0: Bringing light to the earth, that's
1: right. Bringing the light to the earth. Thank you for coming on the show. It's been My beautiful. pleasure.
0: No, stay. Oh, microphone <laughs> away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and just tell people who are listening to audio what your website is again.
0: Yeah, it's uh, SantaraMusic.com, S-U-N-T-A-R-A, music.com. All the action happens on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Music. I do lots of Facebook live sound healings and different things. And yeah, I have events all over Australia. I'm just about to head back to North Queensland again. I'd love to hear from people. Uh, I also do my my voice coaching online uh, with the sound healing stuff, helping people get their voice out if anyone's interested in that. Uh, I love, that's my passion, one of my passions. So yeah. And uh, also if you want to get some sound healing music, uh, santara.bandcamp.com is the place to get it. Uh, Otherwise, iTunes iTunes doesn't have everything, but santara.bandcamp.com does. And that's about it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Karen.
1: Isn't Daniel wonderful? Santara. Please remember to, I'm going to try and do this every show now, subscribe if you're listening to, if you're watching us on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel or sign up to our newsletters for monthly updates webinars and shows and books and and sessions and all sorts of things that we've got going on and if you want to join us in the Inner Sanctum please do, this is a webinar group for the New World Teachers we have lots of support and webinars, I invite a each month I invite a guest teacher to come on and uh, you get to meet them, people from my shows and we have all sorts of fun in the Inner Sanctum so if you want to come on Please do go to karenswaincom slash inner sanctum and join us. Not expensive at all. Only 22 Australian dollars a month. Or you can just join for one session. It's only 55 or 180 for the year. And remember, if you want a private reading from me, I'm also available to help you find yourself and awaken you to your true potential. Thanks again for joining me. Great to have you with us again for another show, Accentuating the Positive with Karen Swain. Catch you next time. Bye for now.
3: Clap along if you feel like that's what you want